Well, hey there. Welcome back. We are rounding the corner of 2020. Goodbye, 2020. We won't miss you. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. We are happy to be moving into 2021. And like most people, I bet you have some New Year's resolutions. I think they're totally fine. I know a lot of people make New Year's resolutions when it comes to fitness and health. You may plan to work out 10 days a week. You may plan to never have treats for the next eight years. And I want to talk to you today about some of those New Year's resolutions, especially when they come to fitness and health. And I want you to take a step back and truly think to yourself, do I really think because it's a new year, I need a new me? do I actually need a new mindset about me? My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. In the next coming weeks and days, you are going to see New Year, New You plastered all over advertisements on TV, in magazines, on social media. But my question is honestly, what's wrong with the old you? You could easily have a fantastic personality. You could be funny, charismatic, kind, loving, the life of the party, a good listener, Those are all really great things. So why the new you? Most of the time when we say new year, new you, it's referring to the way we look. And I want you to take a step back from that saying because truthfully, who we are is who we are on the inside. And I bet a lot of you guys have some amazing characteristics that you are overlooking when you are saying, I need a new me. You don't need a new you. You might just need a little bit of a new mindset. So before you start making your fitness goals this year and your health goals, I want you to, again, take a step back and get quiet with yourself and ask yourself, do I truly like myself? And am I doing these goals because I feel like I truly want to be healthy or because society tells me I am not good enough? I am not thin enough. I am not fit enough. I do not have all these things. If you truly don't like yourself, who you are as a person, then I would instead change your goals and focus on a mental shift. I would focus on trying to change the way you view yourself and being more positive with yourself and avoiding negative self-talk. If you do answer yes to that, yes, I do like myself. I would just like to make some improvements in my health. That's totally okay. But I just like to make sure that people realize that there is more to you than a certain look. In fact, health is not a pant size. Health is not a look. Health is not a number on a scale. Health is not being absolutely perfect. Health is truly a feeling. Health is feeling not tired and strong. Health is the ability to do things and to pick up boxes. It is not numbers like we think. It is not your weight. It is not the weight you used to be. It is not your pant size, the pant size of someone else, the pant size you want to be. That's not health. Health is a feeling. And part of that feeling is our mental feelings about ourselves, which is what I really feel like is kind of ignored in the new year. And how are we treating ourselves as we're making these new year's resolutions is like being kind to myself and improving my relationship with myself. One of the resolutions. And do I need that? 
Studies show that four out of five women have low self-esteem. And most of the time, that low self-esteem is only linked to a physical attribute. So while we talk about making New Year's resolutions, I think it's really important to talk about one of those resolutions being to be kinder to ourselves and be more positive and stop caring only about the external, but focus so much on the internal as well. So I want to give you guys a couple of guidelines that I want you to think about before you make your New Year's resolutions or before you decide to make any drastic change or any even minimal change, just to kind of answer these couple of questions and see where you stand. The first question, which I've kind of already addressed, is do you need to adjust your mindset first? You are never going to be able to fix your fitness or fix your health if your mind is unhealthy. If you cannot be perfect and your mind bashes you and you're negative with yourself and you just beat down on yourself with your negative self-talk, you're not going to get the results that you want on the outside and you're not going to be happy with yourself whether you do get them or you don't get them because you need to fix your mind first. I have seen people and I know people firsthand and worked with clients where they lose the weight, but their mind never shifts away from being negative with themselves. And no matter how much I push being positive and all the non-scale victories and how amazing they are, they focus so much on the negative aspect or any mistake that they make that they can't even see the beauty of any changes or any of the great things that they truly are on the inside. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is, Do you need to adjust your mind first? And if that is a yes, if you are negative with yourself, I want that to be your number one resolution this year, to be kind. I want you putting notes on your mirrors, in your car, on your fridge, everywhere saying, you are awesome. You're doing a good job. You're doing better than you think you are. I think you're super funny. I think you're super charismatic. Any characteristics that you have, tell yourself that and tell yourself that often. A second part to that question is, do we participate in negative self-talk and do we need to cut it out? Yes. At all costs, make that your resolution. Stop talking negative to yourself. I talked about this a little bit in my Three Tips to Confidence podcast. It's an excellent podcast. I would go back to that. It's one of my first ones. It's actually my third episode, I believe. But that one says, when you catch a negative thought, catch it cancel it and replace it with a good one. So that kind of couples on to, you know, adjusting your mind first. The second question I'm going to ask you is, are my new health and fitness goals actually good for me? Now, the reason I'm kind of saying that is because sometimes we make goals and they're not realistic or they're actually not healthy. I don't know how many times I've seen people on a diet and I'm like, that's actually not healthy. You are starving yourself on that diet. That is extreme. That has you working out two to three times a day. That has you doing two hours of cardio. That is just not healthy. Just because someone may be fit doesn't make them healthy. Let me repeat that. Just because someone is fit, they look physically fit, it does not make them healthy, like on the inside or how they feel. There is a girl I listened to her podcast. I'll put, I can't remember her name. I'll put it in the show notes. But she talks about how she did a fitness competition and she felt terrible. She's like, I felt terrible. I could barely walk. I could barely any of these things. And people were telling me how amazing I looked. And she's like, and I felt terrible. So understand, they're not always the same thing. So I want you to ask yourself, are my goals actually good for me? Are they maintainable? Is it realistic? Um, Do they make me feel strong? Do they make me feel powerful? 
And do they focus on small things? A lot of times with goals, we make these giant goals, which I'm not against giant goals, but I am against giant goals with no tiny steps to get to the giant goal. You cannot climb a mountain without thousands of tiny steps on the way up. And I don't know about you, but I have never climbed a tall mountain without taking a water break, sometimes having lunch, just relaxing, you know, not beating myself up and being smart about my choices up the mountain. And it's the same way with any fitness goals. You're not going to get there in one leap and bound. You need to be patient with yourself. You need to say, are these actually healthy for me? Am I doing these because I'm trying to truly improve my health? Or am I doing it the wrong way by starving with extreme diets or over-exercising or beating myself up? But am I using tiny improvements, tiny things like good for me, I drank eight ounces of water with my breakfast. Good for you. That is a slap on the back. That is a non-scale victory that we overlook all the time. Sometimes my clients will write me and they will list like three things they did wrong. And then I will look at their chart and I will see 15 things that they did right. And I'm like, you're focusing on this one day where you didn't exercise. And what I'm seeing are all these beautiful things you did. So I want you to remember that if you do make a fitness and health goal, that's totally great. I'm on board with that, but it needs to be healthy for you. It needs to be positive. It needs to be maintainable. It needs to have some balance in it. You cannot be over restricted. I promise you it will backfire. You will bend your face off if you are on too low of a calorie diet. So be aware of that. I promise you, if you go too low, it backfires. So it needs to be balanced and it needs to have some tiny steps and some freedom in your plan. So if you're going to make a goal, great. But be smart about that goal so you don't set yourself up for failure, which then produces more negativity and negative self-talk for yourself. The last thing I want to ask you about your goals as you're setting them, this is my number three thing to think about, is am I only setting fitness goals? I know that might seem weird, but you are a beautifully well-rounded human being. On Instagram, people always see me and they see my workouts, which is really only 45 minutes of my day. The rest of my day, I am a mother, I am a wife, I am a friend, I am a neighbor, I am a churchgoer, I am... I like to dance. I like to sing. I like to be silly. I am a million other things besides just a trainer. So I think it's important for us to remember that our our goals and our resolutions, if you want to make them, should be well-rounded. They should include other things in your life that are beautiful and that matter to you. Whenever I make goals, I make sure they are never only fitness-related. I will make a goal to read 15 minutes every night with my kids because honestly, I'm not that consistent. By the time night comes, I'm like, get in bed. So I make a goal to be like, okay, lady, you need to be more patient and you need to just sit down and read with your kids for 10 to 15 minutes. Make a goal to maybe go out with your husband you know, once a week or once a month or whatever works for you just to like spend time not even having to go out, but like watch a movie together or make a dinner at home, put the kids to bed early, whatever it is. I want you to also make a New Year's resolution that simply focuses on a relationship with people you love, family, friends, spouses, whatever it is, or serving and loving others, anything like that. That is the third thing I want you to think about as you make your goals. I know we like to focus on fitness, but I want you to focus on your relationships too. Obviously, I think fitness goals are great. I'm a personal trainer. I love all things fitness. I love all things health. But I also realize there are a lot of things that claim to be fitness and claim to be health that are not. And sometimes we have to safeguard ourselves from those things and thinking that they're normal. And 
be aware that health is also our mental health and the way we treat ourselves. So while I think fitness goals are fantastic, I think it's important not to lose your self-worth and that you are an amazing person in the middle of trying to complete a fitness goal, to forget that you are important as a human being because you have a fantastic personality. So what I want your takeaway to be from this episode is that you can't link your self-worth and how amazing you are as a human being with your goal for fitness and health. They are not one in the same. And as I've explained, sometimes people's fitness goals aren't even healthy. A true healthy goal would make you stronger physically and mentally. They should go hand in hand. I took a course in college called Mind, Body, Spirit, and it was like the best course because I majored in public health education. And it explained how what happens in your mind affects your body. What your body does affects your spirit, affects your mind, and how it basically is a big circle and they're all interconnected. No matter what you believe, it's basically saying your personality, soul, whatever affects your mind, affects your body. And I truly believe in that. I believe that if our mental well-being is better, our physical well-being will be better as well. I hope when you make your New Year's resolutions this year that they are positive, they are maintainable, and they are kind thinking of your mental state as well. If this episode was helpful, I love when you share it in your stories and tag me. I love when you leave reviews. I love to read them before I do any episode. It helps me feel pumped up for the episode. And I'm also going to add in the show notes a couple of articles that I read that I think would fit into this conversation about our mental well-being as well in the new year that I think you'd enjoy as well. I will be back next week. And remember, let's stay positive in 2021 with some realistic truly healthy goals and self-love in mind. 